0: Well, it wasn't quite the uh, blockbuster uh, opening race that we had last year, but we're back at Formula One, back at the Bahrain Grand Prix. Red Bull Storm out in front, Ferrari continuing their uh, dominance in you know, engine reliability from last year. <laughs> yeah. um, McLaren, I'm not sure what's happening there, but that's a story. And do we have a top four instead of a top three? Uh, we'll we'll oh. discuss that in uh, this week's or this race's uh race debrief uh which is what we're changing it to instead of the race breakdown we're not going to be breaking down all the events we're going to keep it uh brief uh, as you know as it were uh so we're going to call it the debrief uh try and keep it a little bit shorter just hit the main points but um yeah i mean i guess first uh first question i wanted to ask is what did you make of it kyle uh any anything you wanted to specifically talk or talk about or anything that stood out outside of the the obvious green machine up in the podium.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, to me, the whole Red Bull on top thing still feels like a breath of fresh air. It doesn't feel like we're going into it. Like we were mm. Mercedes kind of territory. Maybe that's kind of biased because I've enjoyed the whole rise of Max and the dog and I enjoy Perez. So there's probably some level where I'm like, it doesn't yeah. bother me too much as long as there's other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And I think there was quite a lot else going on that was oh, yeah. really fun and exciting to follow. Um, So for me, it's not like that I kind of needed that, you know, maybe more casual, general enjoy where they want to see a, a close fight for the lead, similar to what we had for last year and the year before. So in that regard, we didn't really have it. Some bad omens maybe for the season at the top, you're right, but yes. it's not like we just had nothing else going on. I think we had some, some great racing, a ton of questions that have come out now from the woodworks. Mm. Um... Decent amount of good strategy, which is good to see as well. You know, another fear I had was every year we go in thinking, is this going back to the whole one-stop thing? Or well, we didn't have that at yeah. all. And there was tire concerns and even big differences from the teams too. So there's going to be variants there depending on tracks, depending on climate, altitude, all of that. So yeah. I still think we're set up for a great year and, and I thoroughly enjoyed the race. Yeah. And uh, in some cases, we're to-
0: well, talking about stops. In some cases, there were like five yes. and six stops for, for some yes. drivers. So. Exactly. Yeah, re- yeah, really well. <laughs> Uh maybe, you, maybe not um, maybe not for degradation, but you know, it's something. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, maybe there was something degrading in there rusting, who knows what the <laughs> <True>. <laughs> what was the cause for the part failing. But, yeah. um, you you did you stay up for the event?
0: I did. I was in bed and sort of dozing yep. in and in and out, but it was very late. It it starts an hour later than I think it normally it did i was you. surprised
1: because that's really yeah. this was like the worst time slot ever like it's if it's wild. a little earlier or like you can get up in the morning mm. for it you can kind of work around it but yeah when you said you're staying up i was like oh and yeah. i'm like i'm a fan but i'm not doing that yeah. i'm just gonna get up a bit early and watch it before i uh, hop online for the day <laughs> yeah the race race finished at 3
0: a.m and i was up at 7 seven thirty for work so it was a good day Legend. good day at work um yeah uh,
1: much bigger fan mm. than i am i've been over overtaking this the clearphone <laughs> <fond> fan here <laughs> yeah but uh, i guess
0: we'll go into the, the the big talking points we'll start off with uh one one of the obvious ones is the fact that red bull are that they're, they're starting very very strong uh so yep. much that they they got the 1-2 i did predict that i don't know. I oh know you didn't predict that, but in particular, but you did predict that that th- uh, red, sorry Red Bull would come out strong, and they came out yes. very, very strong. It even came out after the fact that I think they turned down their engines to like. 70 percent by the time they were cruising because like yeah we need to save the engines yeah just let's just down. say
1: they yeah. were getting a quite a gap and then that gap stabilized and i doubt yes. that's just because the other team suddenly found some pace they yeah. probably went yeah let's mellow we've got no reason to push here yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's it's a very foreboding sign for the the season ahead and i know you say it's it's funny you bring up the the whole dominance you know mercedes the thing is Bull gonna do the same thing i don't know how long it'll take if if they do keep going in this trajectory like last year was um see even even last year i think it was more a max dominance than it was a red bull dominance like they did have a strong car it was it was a combination of, of red bull having a strong car max being at his absolute peak and ferrari shitting the bed well, um,
1: just a just a consistent car as yes. well. Yeah. So they yeah, were easily yeah. able to be at the front, even if the challenger changed mm. week by week, whether it's the form of silver or red or otherwise. Yeah. They still were just consistently strong. Mm. So yeah, this 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 race feels
0: much more foreboding in the sense that, that they're starting so far ahead of everyone else that it could turn into that sort of Mercedes, where it's just like, oh, okay, we we know that it's gonna be a. Red Bull one two, and if it's not, then something incredible's happened. Um, like it's it's a little worrying. Again, it's only one race. We'll see how the other races stack up. Um, it's it's given what happened last year, I'm not quick to to pass judgment until a few races yes. in. And um, it's easy um, to yes. fall
1: into the trap of of seeing yeah performance at one type of track, and then you know yep. we're we'll going to Jetta next, and that's a very different type of track, very mm. different types of corners. And all the drivers were saying that even as I'm sure getting to Aston Martin or that was saying yeah we're good here but yeah. it could be completely different next track and they've been doing all their testing here so you forget they almost have like a super extended practice session whereas True. at times you know maybe Red Bull maybe the Red Bull's really hard to set up like mm. um so yeah. yeah it's not a cause to say oh oh god and even last year I even remember like after Melbourne like races like Melbourne and Spain where the Ferrari even on raw pace looked pretty damn dominant on pace and really I think Charles only lost Spain because he ended up blowing up. But up to that point he was so far ahead where we still went, Well, sure, the car's blown up, but look at that pace. And yeah. then yeah, now people remember last year's being Red Bull dominance. So Yeah. It can flip and change. Yes, yeah. it's the second year of Regs, so you'd say it's less likely for other teams to flip as they unlock something magic that they haven't found. But yeah, we'll we'll have to see. And until then, we'll hope that the uh, the rest of the uh Rest of the Grid is at least exciting, which, I mean, hey, that looks all over the bloody place, so... Yeah, def- yeah. it's definitely very exciting. Um, I guess you've mentioned Aston
0: Martin, we'll, we'll go on to them, that's really the big talking point, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I didn't expect them, if you've seen any of the previous videos, I definitely <laughs> yeah. didn't expect them to be that high up. Like, if they made a little bit of a jump, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I can see it, but they... Um, particularly Alonso, but he, even Stroll who came out and said he basically had like broken wrists and a broken yes. toe. The entire race still came home for a P6 and then Alonso was exactly. getting that podium. And he was basically,
1: he mm-hmm. wasn't really fighting the midfield. He was actually in that front fight. Even if we consider, yes, he was under a lot of injury and I think decent credit to him. And that's part of the reason why I think Alonso was going like a maniac going, oh, he's my hero. He's amazing, which I felt was maybe a little, uh, Yes. Putting it up for the cameras, but yes. irrespective, even if you consider that as normal Stroll, um, the car yeah must be decent, Stroll must be doing alright otherwise you would see him way far back you might just, you know, yeah. so it's clear there's something there and mm. yeah the, something that we've joked about almost every season is going, mm. oh, McLaren or Alpine, are they going to bridge that gap? You get the two races in, you go no they haven't, they're just fighting <laughs> for fourth and they yeah. come in here and we go, hold on like that yeah. was genuinely fighting with the top teams as if they were as strong as them, um, and so now it's like, can we see that for the rest of the year? And do yeah. we? Is this a new new turn of the page where we have kind of four teams now? And you know, yeah. so yeah, it definitely. I like... don't remember the last time it really had that. Like we had Ferrari like rejoin the top, but they were always kind of considered mm. that if they weren't at the top, they were lacking. Um, so it's it's kind of been a while since we've really had a new. Yeah. Constructor like mercedes i guess when they started performing at the top yeah would that's... have been the last time we saw a midfield team jump up 20 20 well 2013 is when they started
0: to to go yes and then, and then they yeah. nailed it and then obviously yes, yeah. Especially yeah. No, the, and the rest is history yeah um i it's with with Aston. it's an interesting one because i'm uh again a little cautious to say that you know there's Alonso obviously coming out and a lot of of people coming out saying that they are the second best team at the moment. I'm hesitant to to say that particularly based on one race. Uh, Yes Alonso did pass signs on track. If Leclerc was still there I don't know that he would have matched Leclerc's pace. I think it's that was more um it it was more of the Alonso factor uh that that meant he was faster than signs. like I don't know that Stroll in that same position probably would have passed signs. maybe I'm maybe mm. I'm being too harsh um but and, and if Leclerc was still in the race I just can't see that Alonso would have been as fast as Leclerc unless their deck really was uh as bad as as signs was suggesting we but, didn't really get to yeah. see
1: that play out and I guess yeah. Leclerc had the advantage that because he got out into p2 at the start he then was able to kind of break away a bit from behind so then he was just running his own race while alonso had that a lot of fighting and battling which would have set him back yep of course we can't say you know well if alonso started up the top there would he then fall back to them Mm -hmm. you know but um yeah to your point i don't think it's a clear second i I do agree it is a bit of a a bubble where you could kind of mix and match you know the ferrari and then the aston there's not enough to say there yep um but we don't have to wait too long until we uh, uh, see the next few rounds, and hopefully, it yeah. validates that there's a um, there's a tasty fight there. And best case, if Red Bull actually isn't super far ahead, and then mm. we've got like we had last year with two teams nipping at them, but instead it's three. Which oh my god, can yeah. we have that, please? Thank yep. you. <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, it's it's it definitely bodes well in terms of that. If they can like even if the three teams, if they're battling each other, if they can sort of together sort of bridge that gap a little bit. Um. Yeah, it could make for a very tasty back off the season, I think. But, yes. Um, I do think that Aston were faster than Mercedes, though. Mercedes are they're a confusing one, as we as you. There's you expected. been a lot yeah. of
1: quotes that come from all sorts, and everyone's mm. like, "What are you trying to tell us here? Are you like finally admitting to go? Yeah, all that stuff we said about our concept being right, actually, yeah. Yeah, actually we might have just been coping it. a bit and crossing mm. our fingers, but." We got a big package coming, but maybe that's not gonna work, and it's like, oh dear. Yeah, like they're,
0: they're not in a good spot. Um yeah, if they're if they're actually genuinely thinking that this uh this no pod package that they they brought last year or like early last year and they stuck with yeah, through all of the year that seemed very promising, uh, and then they've come to the start of this year and they're like, Oh, we actually can't improve on this. Uh and now they have to go a completely different direction. That's almost set them. Oh, it's it's not quite this drastic, but it feels like it sets them a year back. Like everyone's already figured out the right design, the right path we're, to go in, and they're and still we're figuring past, it out.
1: Exactly. Mm. And we're past the area where you can spend yourself out of a problem like that yes. too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not, um, yeah, not, not,
0: not good for Mercedes. It's, he is hoping they can figure it out. As quickly as possible, and hopefully remain competitive in the meantime. But I, I think it could be a it could be a bit of struggle street for Mercedes for a little while, unfortunately. Um, yes. Speaking of struggle street, let's go to Leclerc and his his blowing up Ferrari engine. Uh, they all the reliability issues are gone from that Ferrari engine, apparently.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. They solid. had to they
0: they changed the, the control electronics and then something else uh, as a precaution for the race. They only get two of those. Uh, a year. In and a whole season. Yep, in a whole
1: in a whole season. They changed to the second one and yep. that second one failed. Yeah, it's like yep. mm, uh, Well, worst case uh, if they've burned through two <laughs> yeah, <it's>, uh, <laughs> I don't know if they can reuse them, we don't really know. Mm. But the fact that A they did the replacement is like, ooh, that's not a part that mm. you know you have a million of, you have two of it, why yep. you not confident in the first one. And then the second one is apparently the fault for the breakdown. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's Oh good. my god, you cannot write it. Yeah, so, do oh. we see a
0: penalty for- Oh, this is more for the preview. Do we see a penalty for Charles Leclerc at Jeddah, the second yeah, I, race, I'd... for a power unit yeah. issue?
1: Like, I think at this uh... stage they haven't- necessarily disclose like why they did the initial replacement if they just want to look at the first one and some Mm. wear on it and then they just run the second to be safe or if the second one is fried or kaput who knows but it's it's scary that it's not unrealistic for him to get Mm. (laughs) overuse of parts in the second race as a front-running team if this was year one of honda sure go for it you're gonna take (laughs) 20 anyway this is second year ferrari on their upwards trend. Um, Fred Vasseur. Yeah, I hope they got a, a mold for his clown nose ready because he's going to start coming <laughs> yeah. out. Oh dear. Yeah, it's
0: like how they uh they mold the this they do the seat fitting. They've got the yes. uh the, the clown <laughs> the clown fitting for Fred Vasseur. <laughs>
1: uh, get the tailors out. Exactly. Oh my goodness.
0: All right. Well, that's the the top four, which is kind of weird to say. Uh, I guess at the moment. Um, we'll move on to the rest of the midfield. Obviously, the, the big. Uh, The real interesting story there is McLaren, as I alluded to early on. Um, I don't think it's all doom and gloom for McLaren. I mean, it was was a horrible race. Like, if you look at it by itself. By results. It was awful. But Norris did show that when he was lapping, like doing race laps, there was some pace there. He was actually keeping up with a lot of the... Um like top midfield yes. drivers as when well. When he was just yeah.
1: left to drive, yep. his yeah, his pace is actually fine. And you yep. say it would be any at least equal or better than any of the guys that were running at the top of for the sure. midfield. Yeah. Um Of course, do you say, well, they had so many worries with their reliability and parts and such, and testing is this for, you mm-hmm. know, effectively what was a double car retirement, let's really call it what it was. Um March is this something that they're going to patch up? Is it just because of something in Bahrain that they can't deal with? Or is there a bigger issue here? But if they can get on top of it, which out without some other performance or otherwise sacrifice, it seems that similar trend to last year, they could just start really on the back foot and then actually get it together. And hopefully they've got two competent drivers, which can then climb them back up and they can then actually fight where they should be and end up there at the end of the end of the season. Yeah, definitely. It's... um. Yeah, I I still have hope that
0: um that they can make a backup. Obviously, they knew it was going to be pretty tough for the first three races, but it is promising that at least the pace is there when they figure out whatever issues they need to figure out. Uh, you know, when that package does come, so mm. hopefully it works out for them. They can uh, do effectively what they did last year and you know start at the back, but make their way back to the front of the midfield, which I think is, at the moment, all they can really hope for. Um, yes. I'm not sure that they'll be challenging those top teams starting this far back again.
1: But uh, you never know. It's you very early know. days. You don't know. Very early days. And even then, if their pace was okay when their other story out of testing was the car we actually wanted to bring here isn't ready, yep. then you say, well, if that is a sizable package, that is and bigger than pace. others. Because... And if you presume all other teams brought their, let's say, version one, which is mm. going to be most of their, their expenditure for the year to testing, McLaren don't have it yet, so their upgrade is technically you know, what they should have now, which means really now they would be going even a little faster than that. So mm. there's some, again, possibility there to say that actually they've got a nice package. It just depends how bad all these little problems are and if they can yes. sort them out without needing to sacrifice too many... Parts or, or any of the pieces that have a um, certain quantity of so yeah
0: yeah definitely
1: um, I guess there's there's nothing in
0: particular uh, else I wanted to talk about in the rest of the the, the midfield was sort of
1: jumbled. Well, I was just going to say the midfield was a midfield. Like you never saw a back marker. Like most of the race we saw like an an Alpine fighting with a Haas, fighting with a Williams. And you didn't see like the Williams just get a good start and slip back. Mm -hmm. It was like they were all kind of there. And at the end of it, you saw Bottas come out best of the rest and you kind of went, how did, how did he get that? Like, like good stuff. But it wasn't because you went, oh, the, the Alpha's just ahead of everyone else. It's because they had, I think um, when I was listening to the race, they said they actually put forward quite an aggressive pit strategy and that got him just ahead of the pack that was fighting so he mm. could bring a gap in. And I think that's what we want to see. Where if the midfield's so close, then it really is down to strategy your drivers making and, yeah. critical moves and the strategy and making, you know, uh, where pitting one lap early or late could cost you two, three, four places, two, yep. three, four points, which is massive for the midfield. Oh, definitely. So... I th- like there was some trends like the Haas kind of qualified well fell back. Oh wow, that. that's crazy! Um, <laughs> I, who predicted that? No one. <laughs> I know. Um, with with some contact early on, so it's hard to say again. Yeah, they um, obviously down on pace. Yep. Yes, yes. Um, the the AlphaTauri seemed fine, but again a bit off it. But but as yeah. I say, even watching that race and even looking at the results, you know, there's there's like no two teammates that are side by side. Down there. And even when I was looking at qualifying, I think for Q1, there was only like the two Astons, I think, that were next to each other, and every other team was kind of like like a rainbow almost, you know, no other teammates side by side, which kind of showed how how close Mm. it is. And no driver that really seemed off the pace. I think Sargent for his debut did fine. I saw some onboards where he made some good moves. Apparently in F two he used to be really bad at starts, but he had a really decent start here, so it seems like he's obviously either liking it more in f1 or he's been practicing for that yeah um so yeah i'm not i'm yeah i'm not pointing out going oh my god there's someone they've hired which is looking like he's completely off the ball and that. it seems like everyone's kind of in there which i that's bodes well for an exciting season um yep Maybe better if that was for P one, but yeah, I, I'll, I'll take, I'll take, I'll take what I can get. So yeah, I, yeah. I enjoy all those stories, even if the top isn't as exciting. Yeah, but definitely. I hope it is for everyone else who wants to see a close championship battle. Hmm. I do hope we see that at the top, and yeah. um, hope we get to follow that this year.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people like to to tune out when they know it's when there's not a race for that top spot. There's people are just like, oh well, it doesn't matter. Why do I watch? But yeah, if you, yeah. It, it, it's. It's easy to fall into that trap and then miss some of the most exciting battles and exciting races yeah. when you just look a bit further down. Um and I think unfortunately the T V broadcasts sometimes I think they've gotten better in recent years to actually showing a lot of the like the middle yes. the mid pack battles rather than just showing the leaders Crawling crawling around. around. Well, that was Um, the joke out of
1: this. Everyone's making the jokes they didn't show. They didn't show them at all. At all. Because there was so much else to show. Which is probably a good sign that they were actually Mm. focusing on it and that it was there. So even though you didn't really see max and Checo running away you did see actually the good fighting the heroic story of alonso so i feel like it still left a, a good taste as a race even if it wasn't as i say for the win so yeah
0: definitely there's a lot of stories i think that could could unfold in a few races time it's, it's very very interesting to see like you say with the new track new characteristics being a street circuit uh we'll will definitely test the drivers in different ways yes. as well so um, I think, especially with the ride height, like higher than it was last year, and teams having to try and manage the downforce levels that they're going to need there. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to make it very, very interesting. Come, come, Jetta. But we'll get onto that in the preview anyway. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. plenty to chat about there. I think yeah, it's exciting. Definitely. <laughs> so, but that's our that's our race debrief for for this. Like I said, keeping it a bit shorter. Um, anything we miss, let us know in the comments. Um, but otherwise, we'll see you for the saudi preview take care everyone ciao